Okay. Episode 10. Look at that. Made it 10 episodes, 10 weeks into the podcast. Who thought I couldn't do it? (laughs) Oh, man. Jonesy's looking at me like I'm crazy. You knew I could do it, right? Ah, okay, so this is episode 10, and it's kind of, I guess, a celebration of my making it to my 10th episode anniversary. So, this episode is going to be kind of in that theme. I don't necessarily have one topic other than hooray 10 episodes. (laughs) Uh, So I guess what I thought I'd do is do one of those cliche list episodes. People seem to like lists and I've noticed that a lot of, a lot of, I guess not super successful, more successful podcasts, I guess have at least one list episode and quite a few of them have like they follow that format since I'm trying to make it big let's see if this works I'm expecting this episode to have the most listeners ever let's do it so I was thinking for this list episode And the fact that it's the 10th episode. And how many times am I going to say episode in this episode? (laughs) Um, I was thinking that for the list, I do 10 concepts that I try to think about or live by or keep in mind or talk about or help others with on a regular basis. 10 things that I may have talked about already, or I may have touched on briefly, or maybe I haven't introduced at all in this podcast. Um, And maybe some of these will be topics for future episodes. But regardless, 10 things that um, occupy my mind regularly. So for these 10, they're in no particular order. Well, Actually, before I get to that, let, let me let me backtrack real quick. No old business. I don't think I had anybody reach out. You know what? Let me check real quick. Go to the email. Remember, the email is yourxbfpodcast at gmail.com. Feel free to reach out at any time. Okay, check in the email. Nothing. Okay, so no old business. I couldn't think of anything myself either, so we're not going to talk about last episode. Uh, Yeah, so these 10 ideas that I'm going to go through, they don't exist in any particular order. I just kind of stream of consciousness wrote them down. They're all important, and I, I think it, at at any point in time, It could be any of them occupying the foremost spot in my brain. Any of them could be number one with, with one exception. 
the last thing we're going to talk about, the the last one on the list, number 10, is actually number one. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to excuse me if I seem a little <sighs> loosey-goosey if this, if this recording sounds a little less polished than usual. It is 12.08 in the morning on March 14th. The day it would normally be released and and y'all would be listening to it in a couple hours going to work, right? That's what most of you do, I think. <laughs> um, but I worked Sunday swing shift. I worked from 2 to 10. And I came home and I've been drinking. I had a couple beers, okay? Just a couple. But I don't drink a lot, and I'm feeling it. I didn't have a lot to eat, and I'm feeling it. So we're recording this podcast with a little bit of influence behind it. (laughs) What am I drinking? Y'all want to know? This is not an official um, endorsement. Just FYI, I am not being paid to say this. (laughs) Barrel Mountain Brewing in Battleground, Washington. It's an IPA called No Bad Days, which is a great beer to be drinking while I record this. No Bad Days. How good is that? It's 6.3% alcohol by volume. And it's a 55 on the international bitterness unit scale. So take that for what it's worth. <sighs> okay. What are we talking about here? Pull up the document. Come on, guy. Okay. Jonesy, why are you looking at me? Okay. Here we go with the list. And I'm just going to say the numbers to differentiate topics. But please remember, these numbers don't denote importance or um, anything, really. (laughs) The numbers denote different topics. That's it. These are not in order of importance. Okay. So, the first thing. Everyone on this planet, myself included, any of you listening, anybody you meet, Anybody you see on the news, everybody that's died, everybody that will live, we are all trying our best. And we are all trying to do what we know how to do with the tools that we have at our disposal. (sighs) Whether it appears that way or not, whether we know it or not. We are all doing the same thing. We are trying our best. I think this sort of viewpoint is achieved when you have empathy towards others and yourself. And it is a lot easier to achieve empathy when you realize that a much better question than what's wrong with you 
is what happened to you? If you look at people's behavior, actions, thoughts, words, if you look at all of that through the lens of empathy with the understanding that nobody is out there with the original intention of being a butt. <laughs> um, that nobody is out there with, you know, they're, they're not born with this idea that when I grow up, I'm going to be a dick. <laughs> I'm going to be an asshole and I'm going to ruin people's days on purpose. When you realize that and can understand that behavior that hurts others, behavior that hurts oneself, is learned and conditioned as a response to whatever has happened to that person, including yourself, when you can understand that, life gets a lot easier. It is a lot easier to want to communicate with people. It is a lot easier to deal with people who are acting in a way that hurts you or you find unpleasant. It is a lot easier to exist on a day-to-day -day basis with the people around you when you understand that literally everyone maybe barring serious mental illness that can get in the way of this sort of thing but everyone is trying their best and they have a tool bag in which their tools for dealing with life are stored at any point in time those tools are the ones that they have and in order for them to do differently to think or act or speak in a different way they need to add to their tool bag so just remember that nobody has a full tool bag everybody has different tools and everyone is out there doing the best that they can do number two we've talked about this one boundaries are essential with a capital e to interpersonal relationship and i should qualify that they're essential to healthy interpersonal relationship establishing healthy boundaries with the people in your life is the key to not abandoning yourself to not abandoning your core principles boundaries allow you to be your authentic self they allow you to exist as the realist most true version of yourself 
And when you set them with other people, they simultaneously allow you to be a part of that relationship in a healthy way. Like I said before in the boundaries episode, and thank you to Prentice Hemphill, who said this originally, boundaries are the distance at which I can love you and me simultaneously. And as we talked about before, boundaries are hard and they feel weird when you start to set them and they cause a lot of pain and hardship because we are not accustomed to setting them or to dealing with them when others set them. They often, all the time, feel like rejection, which is not the case. It may feel that way, but somebody setting a boundary is them saying, I want this relationship to continue. I want us to have a relationship of some sort. Whatever that ends up being is because of this boundary, not in spite of it. It is because I set this healthy boundary between the two of us that we are allowed to continue in this relationship. And on the other side of that coin, when you set a boundary, other people are allowed to have their reaction. Their, they are allowed to react to that boundary. You may not like that. It may not be the reaction that you're looking for. They may decide that that boundary is not one that they can live with, that they would rather terminate the relationship than exist in it with that boundary. And that is also okay because they are setting their own boundary and it doesn't jive with yours. That is okay. They don't have to. And on the flip of the flip, you're allowed to have reactions to others' boundaries. And so what we end up with is if you are in a healthy relationship with another person, whatever type of relationship that may be, what you're going to have is each of you setting boundaries and the other person reacting to them forever. <laughs> because nobody stays the same forever. Boundaries are going to change. Opinions are going to change. Desires, needs, anything. It's all going to change. So it will continue to be this little dance between you and the other person's boundaries and your boundaries and the other person. Please set them <laughs> and please respect them. Number three, the truth will set you free, but first it will piss you off. Big thank you goes out to Dr. Sharon from the show Ted Lasso, which I just finished. <laughs> Uh, go watch that show. Also, again, this is not an official endorsement of Ted Lasso. <laughs> but yes, that is a great show. Please go watch it. Um, yeah, I first heard that, that phrase from that show. The truth will set you free, 
but first it will piss you off. I looked it up. It's definitely not that show that originally wrote that line. According to Dr. Google, it was either Gloria Steinem or John from the Bible. <laughs> um, whoever said it, yeah, spot on. I think it was episode three. We talked about always be telling the truth. Nothing can be built on on falsehoods. I don't think I talked about this at much. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't think I talked much about this at any length. But one thing about the truth is that it will absolutely hurt and make you angry and sad and upset in the beginning. And this is all tied back to what I've been saying. If you want the truth, you have to be willing to be uncomfortable. And everything you do that's worthwhile creates some amount of discomfort. So nothing can be built on falsehoods, on untruth. Ooh, this says I have a quote that I need to say. <laughs> I'm looking at my notes. It says there's a quote, but I didn't write it down. <laughs> um, I'm going to try and remember what it said. This will go in old business on the next episode. Uh, basically, it was the idea that, that you know, I'm going to use this word sort of tongue in cheek, but enlightenment which I'm going to use as a synonym for growth, progress, um, whatever you want. Enlightenment is a destructive process in that it is the destruction of falsehood. It is the tearing down of lies. It is the removal of the blindfold. That's not the quote. I'm just kind of riffing here. <laughs> uh, but tied in with that, we had talked about if the truth burns it down, let it burn. And I don't know if I mentioned this before. Or I sort of did. And talking about how a lot of what I was saying was similar to the author Glennon Doyle. The uh, let it burn thing that I was talking about in episode three, I think that's attributed to her. I definitely read that verbatim in her book, her most recent book. <laughs> so let's repeat that. If the truth burns it down, let that shit burn. In this society, in our culture, we are taught and conditioned regularly to mask the truth because it's easy and it feels good and there's a lot of other things that we could be doing buying mainly that benefit other people people in a certain amount of power and they would rather us buy stuff spend money than realize that that's not the solution and we get caught up in these untruths regularly it is super common because why wouldn't it be 
we're surrounded all the time by them. It's I'm sighing a lot. I just realized that I'm breathing real deep. <laughs> um, it's our duty to seek out and decipher the truth at all costs. And that sounds heavy and dramatic. I am not joking or exaggerating in the slightest. You need to act and think on the truth on facts. Facts, my guy, <laughs> for all the Gen Zs out there and, and Zillennials, if that's a thing. I think I heard that on the radio the other day. Elizabeth, this is for you. Hey, you need to teach me some Gen Z slang, okay, so I can reach out to, to the kids. I'm trying here, but I need help. Um, kind of straying away from the topic here. Truth. It's important. Know that shit. Always be working to find it. And your life will be a lot better for it. I try to do that, and it's hard. And one of the things we've talked about is it is like a constant battle to decipher the truth, especially now that we live in what John Stewart calls the age of spin. Turn the network television off. Stop looking at Facebook for your news. You are being fed information. Think critically, do your own research, fact check, crowdsource, talk to people, get the right stuff put into your brain holes. Know the truth. Okay, number four. Learn to let go of what you can't control. Something new we haven't talked about. In this life, there's one thing that you can control. And I know that everyone knows what it is. You can control yourself. That's it. That is it. That is all that you can control. The great, overwhelming, infinite majority of life is outside of your control. So you need to be okay being out of control because there is an infinitesimal amount of life that you do get to exert control over, and that is you. And unfortunately, when we don't realize this, a lot of life, a lot of our lives are spent trying to exert control on the things around us that we have no business controlling, that we have no right to or duty to or even ability to control. This does not mean don't give a fuck. This doesn't mean don't care. I'm not talking about nihilism. What I mean is understand that life is going to do whatever it wants around you. And you have one duty, which is to yourself. This comes up a lot, I think, in 
in relationships between people. And I think, you know, romantically, it's a pretty common theme in which relationships struggle with this idea of control. When it comes to love, love is an unconditional gift. It's not a bargain. It's not a deal. It is complete freedom for the person that you love to be themselves and vice versa. If they love you, it is complete freedom for you to be you. To for I'm sorry, for you to do what is right for you. It is and when I say it, I mean love. Love is the deliberate release of any notion of control. If you want to apply that to the rest of your life, feel free. Please, by all means, do everything you can, everything that is within your control to live a good life, to be the person you want to be, to do the things that you want to do, to impact the people around you in a way that makes the world a better place, that shows them that you love them, that makes their lives that much better. Please care intensely about that. Care deeply. Do as much as you feel you can do. But at the same time, understand that at the end of the day, after everything you've done, after everything you've said, after all your intentions, you got to let go because nothing outside of you is within your control. Number five, ask some damn questions. <laughs> Seriously. Stop assuming that you know anything. For those of you who know how self-righteous I can be, I hope you're laughing and I hope this doesn't come off <laughs> as super hypocritical. <laughs> Ask questions. Turn inward. Ask questions of yourself. Turn outward. Ask questions of others. Always be questioning. Never take anything at face value because no matter what, no matter if the person across from you has the best of intentions, there is always something to be gained from questioning in regards to yourself. Even if you know you have pure golden intention, Question, ask, why am I doing this? Why do I think this way? Where did I learn this? Think critically. Know thyself. <laughs> Who's heard that before? Our culture, our society, and, and I think a lot of societies on this planet train people to be sheep to go with the hurt, to not question. Put your head down, do what you're told. It is on you to look up. 
and look around. Turn that autopilot off. Ask a damn question. Number six. I think it was Maya Angelou who said this. When you know better, you do better. Go easy on yourself. You can't know everything. You can't know everything in the moment that you're going to learn later. There's a reason that we say hindsight is 2020 because we don't know everything until it's already passed. We don't know what to do until we've already done it or not done it. <laughs> Understand that this whole journey of progress, of growth, of being a better person, of learning, of intentional action, all of this is a process and it takes time. And until you know what you don't know, you won't know. <laughs> Always be willing to learn. Always be looking for opportunities to grow and know that it all takes time. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to fuck up. Guaranteed. I do. You do. We all do. Give yourself credit for even trying. There is so much to be said in putting... Uh, what am I trying to say here? There's so much to be said for putting in effort. One of my favorite quotes of all time is one that I completely disagree with in a lot of situations. In The Empire Strikes Back, Yoda said, do or do not, there is no try. And while I do love what he's trying to say, I think that in most scenarios in your life, that is not the case. Because life is full of failure and failure after you tried to succeed. There is nothing gained by not trying. And cons uh, uh, conversely, there is so much to be gained in failure, in learning what not to do, in learning how to get up after failure and try again. Trying is sexy. <laughs> Indifference is not. When you consider this idea for yourself, know that it is a wonderful gift if you can do the same for others, if you can give the same grace to people around you. Be willing to converse and to educate and to listen and to open up with others who are trying to do the same shit that you are. Because at the end of the day, we're all products of our conditioning. Wherever we received it, we're products of that. We're products of our past experience, our trauma, our joy, our grief, our success, our failure. It shapes everybody. And if you can understand that, I think you're on the right path. So 
When you know better, you do better. Number seven, be proactive with your journey. And I lose, uh, excuse me, I use that very loosely, the term journey. Be proactive in whatever it is that you're trying to do with your life. You alone are responsible for being who you want to be, doing what you want to do, going where you want to go, having the relationships with people that you want to have. I said, man, I think episode eight, maybe. There are no gates around heaven and no gates around hell. Thank you, Tyler Lyle, for that line. You go exactly where you send yourself. If you are not proactive with your journey, you're going to end up somewhere where you don't want to be. When I uh, was in construction, when I had apprentice electricians working with me on a daily basis, when I met them, I would tell them this. This always was one of the first conversations that we would have. You alone are responsible for your education. And remember, I'm talking specifically about their, their apprenticeship and their, their career here. You are responsible for your education. Nobody else gives a shit whether you succeed or not. Nobody cares if you go through this program and you wash out and, and you don't make it. Nobody cares if you go through this program and you squeak by doing the bare minimum and you turn out as a journeyman that knows how to do five things out of the thousands that we should know. Nobody cares. It's not what we want, but nobody's going to hold your hand and, and push you in the right direction. You are responsible for getting out of this what you think you want to get out of this. That applies, I think, to life. You are responsible for everything, so be proactive instead of reactive. Don't let life just happen to you. Let your life be shaped by the decisions that you made and not the ones that you didn't. And I'm going to throw another quippy one-liner at you. Don't be upset with the lack of results from the work that you didn't do. (laughs) Okay? It's you. You're in charge. Do what you got to do. Be proactive. Number eight. (sighs) This one's mostly for the guys. It applies to everybody, but I think men are the ones that struggle with this vastly more than women. Be vulnerable. Willingly show the parts of yourself that you don't like. The soft parts. (laughs) If you want to use that term. (laughs) Think about it this way. How do animals, mammals specifically, show that they're friendly, open to others, playful, accepting, inviting? How do they show that they're they're those things? They show their frickin' belly. Do you want to have meaningful connection with anybody in this life? You got to show your belly. You got to be vulnerable. 
you got to be willing to open up. You got to be the quote unquote pussy. And I hate that term and I hate how it's used, but we all know what I'm saying when I use it because it's that common in our society to associate the act of being vulnerable with the feminine. It's not just for the ladies. It's for everybody. You got to own that shit. Talk about it. Talk about your feelings. Tell people you're afraid. Tell them you're nervous. Tell your, your closest friends and the stupid coworkers that you work with. Tell them you're unsure of yourself or that you're sad or that, you know, the death of somebody close to you has fucked you up. You need to emote in the full range. Society says that men are allowed to be angry or happy. And those are the only two emotions that are acceptable for men. Fuck that shit. This is a whole episode. This topic right here is going to be a whole episode. It's not something I've touched on before, but damn it, be vulnerable. It means nothing if you're not. Pull your walls down, open up, crack your armor, and share some shit with the people around you because it's necessary. Man, I, I can't just cover it in a couple minutes. This is a whole freaking episode and what i'm trying to say right now is it needs to be talked about so please men everybody but specifically men be vulnerable number nine your mental and physical and emotional health are all tied together i feel like this is obvious but the way it gets talked about in a lot of scenarios makes me think it's not. Your body and mind, and if you're spiritual, we are going to tie the soul into that. It's all tied together. It's all parts of a whole. You don't exist. Your, your personality, your essence, whatever you want to call it, the you that is you doesn't exist separately from the physical you, which doesn't exist separately from the mental and emotional you. It's all tied together. It's all the same. And if one aspect is jacked up, the rest are going to feel it. If you are not taking care of yourself mentally, your physical and emotional health is going to suffer. If you eat like crap and you don't exercise, your mind and your feelings are going to be messed up. If you are just an emotional wreck and you don't understand how to process and unpack your feelings, you're not going to be able to function on a mental or physical level. None of your systems exist in a vacuum. If you just want to consider your physical body, your your you know your cardiovascular your musculoskeletal 
your nervous system, your your a- anything. None of those exist without the others. If one of your bodily systems is messed up, everything else is affected. Think about how often you get IBS if one thing or another is out of whack. <laughs> Just your digestive system is so sensitive and so tied to everything else that when you get worried, your tummy hurts. <laughs> Who else here has a nervous stomach? Who else gets the shits when you're scared? Uh, that's a good example of, of everything, of what I'm talking about. Your entire being is is one vast complex web of interconnected systems and if you're neglecting one you're neglecting all of them so lock in your diet get exercise and i know this is just stuff that i do but i think it's useful and there are alternatives which are also useful but you know just from from my own sake meditate or stretch or or do yoga journal get an amount of recreation in do the things that you enjoy doing cultivate your hobbies create learn de-stress practice self-care it's all tied together and if you are not aware of how these systems are connected i think it behooves you to learn sit down with yourself take some time and figure out how each of your aspects affects the other. You're going to find out that they're all one and the same. They may they may appear different and we may call them different things, but really your entire being is is one thing and you can't treat it like it's all separate chunks. So good in equals good out and everything that you are putting into your body food thoughts people actions observance what am i trying to say observations it's all tied together and you get what you put in that's what you get out number 10 drum roll please all of this is hard work of course that's the last thing and it's the most important, I think, to me. Everything worthwhile is hard work. All of it. All the time. And I think that y'all knew this was coming. <laughs> For the love of God, tear the muscle and grow. Whether that muscle is an actual muscle or your heart or your mind or your emotions, whatever. You need to destroy to build. The price of love or connection or bigger muscles or more money or a career that you want or, or a relationship that f- is fulfilling to you, anything, anything worthwhile is pain and sweat and tears. And to be the best version of yourself 
requires your willingness to be uncomfortable, to be afraid, to be sad, to be ashamed, to be sore and tired and stressed and angry. It requires you to have every reason to quit and be comfortable and then do the hard shit in spite of it. I cannot stress this enough. Everything that we're talking about in this podcast requires you to be uncomfortable and to push yourself past the point of I can't do this anymore. One of my favorite bands, the Little Smokies, is a bluegrass band. They do a cover of this song by Dawes, and the song is called when my time comes my favorite line out of that song and maybe one of my favorite lines out of any song or poem ever is i wanted to pay for all of my successes with all of my defeats (sighs) you're gonna fail You have to fail. It is the only path to being who you want to be. Past all that adversity is the person at the end of the road that you have in mind right now. The person you want to be is hiding down there somewhere. And in order to be that person in order to grow yourself and progress in the direction that you want to guess what you got to do you got to water your fucking grass (laughs) oh all right that was 10 things that i try to keep in mind every day and i try to factor in to my life Hopefully, that was like a good little recap of the podcast so far and a good little look into what's coming. (sighs) So, one last question before we wrap this up. Uh, I've talked about the show Frasier before from the 90s and early mid-2000s. Every caller that called into Frasier's radio show... God. (laughs) Every caller that called into Frasier's radio show he would greet by saying, I'm listening. (laughs) That was his catchphrase. And I feel like I could do with a catchphrase. (laughs) So my question to all of you, dear listeners, is what should my catchphrase be? I don't really have one, or do I? Um, (coughs) I I bring this up because at work the other day, my coworkers, who I spend a great deal of time with have identified one of my catchphrases I did not even know that I had. And I have this theory that everybody has a catchphrase and usually they're pretty identifiable. You can usually pick somebody's out pretty quickly. This was literally the first time that anybody has ever picked one out for me. They said that my catchphrase is this. And keep in mind, it's accompanied by very decisive hand movements 
my catchphrase is, I did not know that. Good to know. <laughs> I don't really feel like I could tack that on to the end of this podcast. Um, so my question is, what should I say to sign off every podcast? Right now, I say some generic stuff like, oh, take care. <laughs> um, and I just say that because that's what my therapist says to me every time we talk. <laughs> um, yeah, so let me know. And as a final reminder, your ex-boyfriend's podcast is distributed via Podbean at justicetenna.podbean.com. Um, from there you can actually find all the other places that uh, this podcast is, um, what am I trying to say here? Listed? Distributed? Um, what am I trying to say? I don't know what I'm trying to say. But the point I'm trying to make here is that you can listen to your ex-boyfriend's podcast on, you guessed it, Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Hell yeah, we're on Apple Podcasts. You can also listen on Google Podcasts. You can listen on the Podbean app or on the website on any web browser. You can listen on Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and Player FM. We're all over the place now. If you have any questions, concerns, comments, you want to be on the podcast, anything, please reach out. The email address for this podcast is your podcast at gmail.com. It's all one word, your XBF podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at your underscore XBF, that's EXBF underscore podcast, your XBF podcast. So, since I lack a cool sign-off, what I want to say is this. Thank you to everybody who has made it through episode 10. And just know that I appreciate every single one of you who has listened to all 10 episodes, who has listened to one or two or three here and there, who's listening now for the first time. I appreciate all of you. And you are all the reason that I'm doing this. So, here's to another 10, hopefully more, and I will talk to y'all next Sunday. Take care.